it's really funny that people will listen to a female fronted band and be like, oh, I don't like this. And just like write off women in metal completely and be like, oh, no, I listened to this one band and and I didn't like their singer. I thought she was crap. And so they just will never give a female fronted band another chance. But if you listen to a male fronted band that you don't like, do you write off that genre that, you know, male fronted whatever singers completely just because you didn't like that one band? No. Hey everybody, Vince from Metal Sucks here back on the quarantine cast where we're still kind of in this weird world of are we getting better? Are we not? Are we reopening? Are we not? Are people dying everywhere? The answer is yes, they are, uh, unfortunately. But for us, at least, that means we're going to continue doing this podcast where we talk to all of our favorite musicians from their homes, see how they're coping, how they're dealing, and uh, just find out what they're up to, what they're doing new music-wise, and so on and so forth. So today, we have Brittany Slays, the front woman from Unleash the Archers, uh, a band who I feel are really on the up and up now, which is awesome to see. So Brittany, thank you for joining us. Now, um, you live in Vancouver or, or thereabouts, is that right? Yep, Vancouver, Canada, right so in the Now, do you look down south of the border and just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you people down there? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit. Um, I mean, we have our fair share of problems up here, too. We had a little spike in cases after Canada Day. So, um, you know, I get it. I absolutely get it. But, uh, yeah, there are... Um, some things going on down there that that have all of us worried for you guys and um i mean there's not really too much that we can do up here aside from hope that uh, hope that things get sorted out and and cheer from the sidelines for everything that's going on and i think that um aside from the covid stuff everything else that is happening kind of need needed to happen and and uh, we really hope that you guys pull pull through this and you know we know that you will so yeah, for we're sure. up here I, cheering for you guys. <laughs> I, I appreciate the vote of confidence. I'm not nearly as optimistic as you, but, uh, oh. but thank you for that. <laughs> um, it's a hell of a time to release a record, though. Uh, yeah. You know, and and that's one of the things that I think like a lot of bands are grappling with right now. Touring is obviously out of the question, but for certain bands, anyway, I think like in, in your situation, you kind of have to move forward with these plans that you had. Maybe they were already even in motion, but you don't have the luxury of, uh, you know, say like uh, like a Lamb of God sized band, e even though they went through with the release. But, you know, for like that, that kind of level of a band, like um, I think actually Gojira did this and Deftones did this, both big bands who pushed back their releases because they can't tour. So, you know, you, you have got, you haven't got that luxury. So what's it been like to, to be marketing a new record during this time? Uh, well, I mean, so far the response has been really great. Actually, people are kind of like, yes, I needed this. Thank you so much. And I mean, it's, it does suck because it's going to be like this crazy ramping up of everything and so much work and just like intense, uh, requirements on the on the social media front and and content wise and that kind of thing and then the album's going to come out and it's going to be like boop okay on the couch <laughs> watching <Yeah>. netflix <laughs> and uh it's going to be really weird to not be able to hit the road in support of it so um but i mean yeah 
Like right now, I don't know about you, but I am hungry for new music. Every Friday, I'm checking my new releases. I'm on my release radar on Spotify. I can't wait to, to hear what, what, uh, what people are coming out with. And I am consuming media like crazy. I don't think I've ever watched this much YouTube in my life. I, I've, I've joined Twitch. I've never been on Twitch before COVID, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like kind of right now is, is this really weird in-between moment for musicians at our level where it's like, sure, it's going to suck to not be able to do what really um, puts money in the coffers, which is tour. But it's also this kind of, wow, people are really just eating up music and media right now. So maybe it's going to be like a really great time for it. But also like people are working so they don't have as much money. So that might affect sales. I don't, you know, honestly, I really, I have no idea. I'm really just interested to see how it's going to go. And it's certainly going to be something to talk about later. <laughs> Remember that time when we released a, an album during a pandemic? Yeah, no oh, doubt. Yeah. Well, I mean, in more ways than one, you know, more than just that uh, for generations, I think this will be talked about, you know, forget our like insignificant, insignificant existences as, you know, mm -hmm. metal musician and metal writer respectively. Yeah. This is, you know, it, it's crazy. But um, to answer your question, I've like the first couple of months of this, my brain was so overloaded with just like, what am I doing today? Yeah. That like I couldn't even handle new music. It just like right. I just couldn't do it. And, and what I found myself doing a little bit was going back and exploring catalogs of bands that, that I hadn't really like ever dug into before you know i had like some peripheral awareness like i really dove into heart for a while um and oh, then i nice. went on a big like james taylor kick and uh jerry rafferty kind of going down that like uh yacht rock rabbit hole and it's like it's only been the last like month or so that i've really gotten back into being hungry for new music mm -hmm. um which is where you come in um, I have to say, I really, really love the album. It's one of my oh, thank you. favorite releases of the year so far. And I mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you right now. I swear uh, I've been listening <laughs> to the promo. Um, but um, I said this kind of at the top of the broadcast, but like it feels like you, you're having a, a bit of a moment here. Like I was looking at the, um, the video for Abyss, I think it was, and that's approaching a million views on YouTube. That is a big deal. So what, yeah. does it, what does it feel like? Uh, you know, this is what, your fourth album? Am I right about that? Fifth, I think. Fifth. So, you know, you've been, yeah. you've been grinding. But I feel like, you know, to me as somebody who's, uh, I guess, more sort of in like the mainstream metal media world, this is sort of the, our, our first exposure to, you know, maybe I'm the ignorant idiot who just didn't know. But, oh, you know, no. <laughs> it, like, it feels like you guys are taking a step up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, we did kind of, you know, uh, wallow away up here in Canada for a while there. Um, it's hard to get noticed up here for sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, we've been kicking around for a long time, but, um, this, these last two albums, well, the last album and this album have really been kind of the one that has gotten people to sit up and take notice and, um, we have fans every day messaging us saying, you know, oh, I just discovered Apex, like every day. I just discovered this record and I love you guys. This is awesome. How come I've never heard of you before? And it's just kind of like, you know, you're just, we're, we're taking it day by day and we're happy with how things are going and we're stoked that people are starting to notice us. And um, yeah, like 
mainstream media, like as mainstream as we can get in the metal world, <laughs> is is like finally starting to kind of be like, oh, oh, who's this band? Like, where where the heck have they been for the last 15 years or whatever it is? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, and we're just gonna just do our thing. And I think we really um, just focused super hard on this record. We took like most of 2019 off to write, and uh, we took a break just from everything. We played one show in 2019 at the beginning of the year, which was 70,000 tons of metal. And then we took like four or five months off from like doing anything music wise. And then we sat down and we like really started writing. And, uh, and I think that really helped. It, it gave us a break from everything that we've done in the past. We've listened to, you know, so much new music, different music, different stuff. We're all into like synth wave and like prog country and just like weird shit right now. So I think it all kind of like really culminated in this super different record from anything that we've ever done before. And I guess that was sort of what we needed. Yeah, you, know? you can you can hear that on the or I can hear it on the record. Uh, certainly all those different influences. Um, it's interesting that you mention uh, being from Canada as maybe an impediment to getting you to where you wanted to be up until now anyway. Um, do you also think that maybe being pigeonholed in the power metal world maybe played a factor in that? Cause you know, you obviously, as you mentioned, you have a lot of other influences and then sort of a sub question of that within that, do you feel that being pigeonholed as a female fronted band kind of limited your, uh, you know, changed the way people perceived you from the get go? For sure. I mean, there's, there's always been like a huge death metal undertone to our music. So, um, like people that are fans and have been fans for a long time, they're always like, they're not a power metal band, you know, like right. you got to listen to them. There's, there's other stuff going on there. Um, but yeah, everyone else is just, we just kind of have, have always said, you know, power metal because it's just easy and, um, it's just a sort of a, a title that you put on it. Right. And, um, we have never really kind of been ones to care about what genre people think we are. So um, <clears throat> maybe if we had tried a little harder to push that we aren't just a female-fronted power metal band, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe it would have made a difference. But um, female-fronted, I find, is a really kind of like a double-edged sword a bit because you get this whole other side of the metal world that will listen to you immediately and are just like, oh, uh, you know, there's a, a, a chick in the front of this band. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot just because you know, they love female fronted metal in, in all of its forms. So there's that. And it's a very dedicated fan base and they're loud and, and, um, and you know, they are super supportive. So that's been awesome. But then it's also, yeah, you have those that are just like, Oh, check like next scroll right. past it, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, that's always that, but that's been there since the beginning. And it's kind of been like, uh, as a little secret joy of mine to watch people that start that way listen and say, oh, okay, this is not like what I thought it was going to be at all and uh, to ch ch change their minds basically. So, but yeah, I mean, it's really too bad. The whole female fronted thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's not a, a genre. Term. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. a genre. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, a very dated term and it, mm -hmm. it does more harm than good in my opinion. But yeah it, yeah, it is interesting to hear you talk about the double-edged sword of that. 
Yeah, there, it's really funny because uh, I was actually talking with a, someone else um, about how it's really funny that people will listen to a female-fronted band and be like, oh, I don't like this. And just like write off women in metal completely and be like, oh, no, I listened to this one band and, and I didn't like their singer. I thought she was crap. And so they just will never give a female-fronted band another chance. But if you listen to a male-fronted band that you don't like, do you write off that genre, that you know, male-fronted whatever singers completely just because you didn't like that one band? No, that's not, it, that would never happen. Whereas you listen to one female-fronted band and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, all female-fronted yeah. metal sucks. <laughs> it's well, just not like, to mention, what? it's just, yeah, it's a completely <laughs> random designation. It's like, it's, you know, uh, you wouldn't call Arch Enemy a female-fronted band and you wouldn't yeah. call Windhand, you know, who are just like a doom band, a female-fronted band. Yet all of those bands have women as singers and uh mm -hmm. yeah it's just it seems to be like the specific kind of like symphonic power metal i guess that gets lumped into that designation which is a whole other issue in and of itself um yeah. but by the way i'm going with for you for your band i'm going with Queensryche for the modern age you can have that if you want you can oh you can, nice you can you can put it in your marketing material that's Absolutely. my gift to you <laughs> thanks no i appreciate that man jeff tate is like huge influence for me so um that's cool. yeah thank you that's i'll take it <laughs> all right um so now what does the next let's say year uh look for you um what does it look like for you excuse me you know you're not able to tour um you know we, we don't have to dive into this too much if you're uncomfortable with it but like i'm assuming you have other work that you know pays your bills um you know so what what do you what do you do for the next year? <laughs> well, um, yeah, 2020 is pretty much a write-off. We uh, we aren't planning anything, I, I don't think. Um, well, that's not true, actually. The Full Metal Cruise is going full steam ahead. Oh, when <laughs> no is that? Attack. September. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. So, uh, but it's in Europe, so they're kind of like, thinking, I think they think they have a handle on things. So yeah, as that's of right not now, happening. No way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're kind of like, oh, <laughs> a little worried about that one. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, we are not planning anything until 2021. And we're hoping, like, that things are going to be sorted. Uh, we've got um, a European tour in the works and a North American tour and Australia and South America all in the works for 2021. And it's just basically like, okay, we're going to book this and see what happens. <laughs> and if... um. If, it, if it's getting to, you know, the point where it's time to announce and things are still looking good, we'll announce and then push it back or cancel if we have to. Um, that's just kind of the way things are right now. And we, we're really just going to be hoping that our fans understand. Um, and, yeah, basically the rest of 2020 is hanging out uh, <laughs> on Twitch <laughs> yeah. and playing video games. And uh, we've got uh, we've got an idea for... Uh, some new music already so maybe we'll sit down and take a crack at that a little bit but uh <clears throat> gaming yeah. gaming <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. isn't that not a bad thing to do that's cool yeah. um yeah it's uh what you're describing is what i'm hearing a lot from bands is that they're trying to they're they're scheduling things with the hopes that uh they'll happen and if they don't then they'll just move it because if you wait around until everyone's given the all clear it's already too late because all those tours yeah. are already booked and you'll be waiting yeah. like particularly in europe 
where they book like, you know, a year ahead. You'll be waiting a year before you yeah. even tour there. Um, exactly. So, yeah, you really have to get ahead of it. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're just kind of, yeah, we've got uh, our, our manager was basically like, OK, so we need to get a lock on these venues, because if things do open up in the spring or whatever and it's looking good, we want to make sure that we're in there. And then the worst case scenario is that you can't do it and you, and you push it back or whatever ends up happening. So it's, yeah, it's better to be prepared and have it ready to, ready to rock as opposed to uh, sitting around on our butts for the entirety of 2021 as well. For sure. Uh, now the, uh, the album comes out in August. Remind me of the date exactly. 20, 21st. August 21st. So we've got about a month here. Um, this, this episode probably won't come out till next week, but what can fans expect between now and release date? Uh, well, I'm going to do some track by track videos, so that'll explain the whole story because being that abyss is a concept record and it's a sequel to apex. Uh, there's kind of a lot going on. Uh, so I'll just kind of do my best to explain that to everybody and, uh, we'll probably do some, uh, streaming. Like, uh, we're going to try and organize like a album release show that will stream for everybody. And then, uh, yeah, basically kind of just keep everyone up to date on social media and, mm-hmm. um, hang out on Twitch. We, we, we've been doing a lot of that recently. Uh, Andy has his own account and I have my own account, but we're also on there as Unleash. And we kind of want to do like some chill out jam sessions and just drink a few beers and take requests and see, <laughs> see how we do. I don't know. Might just be kind of a chill thing that we do, but, uh, hopefully we'll be able to mm-hmm. hang out with people that way because you can't do it on the road that's for sure so yeah yeah well, I, I like to see it i think a lot of bands are experimenting with twitch and other forms of live streaming kind of like you said this situation has forced innovation into yeah. into the metal i guess marketing speaking broadly that like we haven't seen in a long time it's weird that there hasn't been mm-hmm. that much streaming stuff kind of yeah it's like people didn't really have to do it no it's true it definitely forced us into a whole new kind of uh set of rules here um we're we're actually also we're doing the european metal festival alliance show which is like uh 13 european festivals like oh, sure, bloodstock yeah, I saw that and, announcement yeah yeah i think uh, there's quite a few of them on there they're, they're going to be doing um like streaming a whole bunch of sets from different bands i think it's like the august 6th weekend whatever that is fourth fifth sixth there's mm-hmm. something like that around that time uh, so we're, we have a set that we recorded for that. So that'll be happening. If people want to see us live, <laughs> um, that'll be available in a couple of weeks here. And yeah, so kind of, uh, interesting to, to see what people are doing. I know, I think suicide silence is doing like something really crazy. They're doing like, mm-hmm. uh, geo targeted shows apparently, which is, I thought, you know, really cool. And, uh, someone was asking what, if we would do like one of those drive-in shows where you get like a huge field or whatever and you yeah. play through the radio like uh, uh drive-in movie theater style and i was like oh, i don't know about that <laughs> as yeah, much as the, i love the one i saw today Witch. was uh in ukraine there was a band that set up a stage outside a hotel and performed to like if you can imagine all the balconies on the same yes. wall you know yes. like uh yeah. hundreds of people limited four to a room instead of buying just a, a ticket to a show they bought the room and stayed over the night and brought in their own alcohol like that's yeah. kind of a cool idea like it's obviously that's not cool. really attainable on a mass scale but you know here and there 
kind of neat. They did it. They did that in Calgary, actually. Oh, um, wow. Which is one province over. They've been doing that. I can't remember what hotel it is, but um, maybe like the Ramada or something. Yeah, they have like this rooftop sort of patio thing where their pool is. And then like, I don't know, huge hotel, at least 100 rooms, I'd say, that look down on it. So they did a little show there. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Just watched like tiny little bit of footage from it. So I was like, yeah, that's a really great idea. I mean, if, if it works, if people aren't going to complain around you, <laughs> uh, you might annoy the crap out of everybody else around you. But um, yeah, I thought that was kind of a neat, neat idea. Sure. I was also thinking like down. maybe they could apply that to cruise ships. You know how cruise <laughs> ships have those decks that out, you, yeah. know, you get the ocean room. Uh, well, you played 70,000 tons, so you know. Uh, yep. you know, because that industry is fucked, you know, oh, so yeah. like way to like kind of help two segments with, with one, uh, with one event. But, um, but in any case, so, uh, what about you personally during this time? Are you well situated financially? Are you going to be okay? Have you been sick? Do you have family, family members who are sick? No, uh, honestly, I don't know personally anyone that's, uh, that's dealing with it. I've had, you know, I have a friend that lost uh, both his uncle and his grandfather, so that sucked. But um, other than that, it's really been, you know, very well taken care of here on the west coast of Canada. And, uh, yeah, you know, I have a day job that never stopped, even though I really could have used some time off there. Um, And, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good right now. Scott's job was a little bit kind of up in the air for a minute there. Um, but they managed to pull through and, um, doing, doing okay. So yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to be all right. Unless, you know, some horrible second wave happens and destroys our economy for the second time. Um, mm-hmm. barring that, I think, yeah, everything's okay up here. Well, yeah, so I far. think, um, knock on wood, I think Canada is yeah. much better situated than the U S <laughs> at the moment to prevent against that kind of thing happening. Uh, so yeah. Glad, glad that you're doing okay. Um, well, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. It, it was great to talk to you. And uh, I look forward to the release of the album, Abyss. It comes out August 21st via Napalm. And uh, thank you so much. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for having me.